740. We are back. Oh, man. We are back here on our first time at 40. My name's Nicholas. I'm here as always with my wife, Laura. Hello. And we are two people in their 40s who are first time homebuyers. This is our first time at 40. That's the cleanest I've ever done that intro. No uh, diversions. Yeah, I, I as a as a bit for myself, I would like to stumble through it, um, and it was slight homage to uh, my heroes uh, Griffin and David over on Blank Check Heroes in Podcasting. Uh, they had that exact same bit for a long time at the beginning until they finally narrowed it down to a very nice scripted, tight, you know, five oh, second they description. Got producers. Well, if you listen to the show, I don't know much about their producer. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Ben Deucer, his name is. Oh, so there is one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They have, uh, I mean, not to go too far down the rabbit hole on another podcast at the beginning of our podcast, but over there on Blank Check, they have maybe mm, 30 nicknames for their producer that they run through Got the first it. time he comes up on every single episode. Got it. And the Ben Deucer is one of the first ones. I see. He's also Pro Doer Ben, which I also like. Pro Doer. Mm-hmm. Pro Doer Ben. Mm-hmm. We don't have a producer, as was evident in our last episode. So we broke the cardinal rule of podcasting, in my opinion. In my opinion, podcasting is all about consistency. It's being there for your listeners regularly. They can just, good or bad, you're there you vomit out some stuff for them every week. Uh, and what we did last week was not that. What we did last week was not record anything. And the week prior to that um, had something just short of a meltdown. <laughs> Have you listened back to that one? I'm curious. I did. Uh, yeah, I did. I sound really... Sounded pretty meltdown Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And... and Here's what I think as I've been reflecting on it. If you go back and listen to episode 202, I believe it was. Um, it, I think w- what happened is I, was, I had fallen victim to a very common... And I wouldn't, I wouldn't relate it to postpartum depression because I think that's a real thing. But I think that there is kind of some depression that follows with uh, a major life change when you realize that things are still just kind of the same. And, and that's not what postpartum de- depression is. But I'm saying like the post-home buying depression, I think is probably what I was dealing with, okay. which is like, okay, here we are, you know, you built up, it's such a big thing, and then you do it, and then, you know, it's all still the same. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not what you probably thought it was going to be as far as like you, your life changing. You got sold on a new life. Like in the yeah. old advertising game. I think so. And and, and look, I might be talking uh, slightly extemporaneously here, but I think that there is, there is some, there, there's depression that one probably normally deals with and when you make an adjustment in life to potentially address it, um, maybe that's not always going to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. 
And I think maybe, I think when I go through bouts of, you know, depression like that, um, it's, um, you know, it's always, it's, 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 I could be living in a $10 million mansion and it would feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause that's not really the issue. Right. Yeah. And yeah, the same things trigger it no matter where you are, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I also realized during our last episode, as we were recording it, that the buying of the home process is very interesting and exciting. Owning a home, not really so much. It's hard to come up with something to talk about every week about home ownership, unless you're like someone that really can do stuff and talk about stuff. But we don't really do anything when it comes to home ownership other than just pay people to do stuff when things go wrong. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, but I also don't know how interesting it would be to hear somebody talk about fixing their own sink either. So I don't know. Well, there's a whole industry about do it yourself. Well, yeah. Well, that's kind of a different thing. That's a how-to versus a... Well, that's what I'm saying. That's the interesting version of this podcast is when you talk about how you fix your plumbing or how you fix your electrical or... You know what I mean? Like how-to. Not for me. That's what I say that. No, there's an audience. No. You're right. That's the whole point. Yes, you're right. We don't do those things. There are people that do, do do we those things to people who do and those would things. listen to podcasts yeah. about people All doing right. them. Yeah. Okay. So what is this podcast is kind of what, what I started to come to. What is it now? I think when we were buying a home, that's very obvious. And I think that's what we, what, it was something we could speak to because it's what we were doing. And now as homeowners, what can we talk about? And so I kind of wanted to spend some time this week uh live on air figuring out what the future of the show is because i do think there's something here and i think that we we should try to capitalize on on this time and keep this engine running regardless of how few or how many listeners we have um because i i think it is fun to do and i think that you know it's not maybe the most boring thing for anyone to listen to if someone were to stumble upon it. So the question is, what can we, how can we shape this thing into something that's maybe a little bit more organized than just us telling the story of our pipes busting? Mm -hmm. And that can be part of it. You know, it can be like this week, you know, like last week tonight version of our house. Um, But what else can we do maybe that we can kind of sink our teeth into as uh, segments as we go? So in other words, this is a conversation that we could have off air and figure the show out. Or we could just talk about it now and you could tell me what you think. What you think might be? Yeah, inter- I have some ideas about this at all, and I ha- I I don't. I haven't thought about it at all, honestly. We, um, the reason we didn't record last week was that we had our first house guest in a year and a half, which was exciting. Um, but I didn't even register that it was Thursday on our recording day, and the week flew by, and we talked about it in passing. But that was it. I haven't thought about it at all. So you're ahead of me. Yeah. Um, I suppose I do think about it. Um, and that would put me ahead of you not thinking about it at all. 
Um, but before I, I suppose before we get to that, we can use that as a tease. And uh, before we get to figuring out the future of the show's format, uh, we could talk about what has been happening in our first wrapping up the first month of home ownership. And uh, also we could talk about what it was like to have our first long-term house guests. We have had uh, our friend spend a night here or there. He's come up once or twice before. Zerwas has been our technically our first house guest, uh, but this was our first long-term house guests uh, back there in the guest, guest house that were here for 10 days. So I feel like that guest house was really battle-tested. Mm-hmm. So we can talk about that, and we can also t- talk about the various problems we've encountered. I think I have been... Un, I have been hmm, unsurprised by the amount of things that have gone wrong, but also taken by surprise by what has gone wrong. Does okay. that make sense? It does. Yeah. The specifics have surprised you. Not surprised that there were things. No, yeah. that makes sense. I have been surprised about how many things there have been. I didn't think there would be this many things at this point. I mean, we've only been here a month. What? five weeks a yeah. little over a month i didn't think there were, i mean there have been people living in this house for the last well however many years but the, the people we bought it from the last 10 or 12 years mm-hmm. so battle tested was the right word like everything felt battle tested so the house was functioning they were living here they were cooking here they were living life and then all of a sudden, yeah, owners change and some shit's hitting the fan. Well, how many things have gone catastrophically wrong, though? Because I think there are, well, like, I do think two, yeah, two yeah, quick things God. about that. One is I do think after a while, you just kind of learn to live with certain things that go yeah. wrong. Certainly, we did that in our old place. Yeah, it's true. Um, and the other thing is, you know, when you are moving out you probably tend to let your guard down and let things. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't think those people were too caught up on having things perfect. Yeah. You know, um, so uh, I guess I'm not surprised. Why would you fix some of these things right before you're going to leave? Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. I mean, some of the things, but I mean... I, I mean, ob- the top of the list, obviously, for catastrophic wrong is water flooding out of the wall at us. And that surprised me that that happened. It was ironic. <laughs> I mean, not ironic, but it's it's something else that the pipes have been clogging for, who knows, decades. However many years. And it just so happens that it, it comes to a head. The wheels spun and landed as soon as on we us. Move in. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's coincidence, I guess suppose but it was just crazy that they that, knew it was coming. that was the thing I, I still swear that's why they moved <laughs> they were like we're not gonna deal with that sink we're out of here yeah but it's like a $300 fix maybe yeah but they didn't know that they might have thought they needed a whole new pipe system but that's what we did so yeah we replaced the pipes and it cost well, like 300 well, bucks just the one section but they might have yeah. thought there are bigger fish to fry and there still may be we don't know maybe all our pipes are ready to go we don't know but it was clogged though it wasn't yeah. like a bad pipe yeah. it was a clogged pipe which is a big okay. difference well, let's hope i don't know there, there are we already of... replaced the water pipes the copper yeah. pipes not That's all of them too. but some of them some of them but not all of them but here i mean there were things 
wrong in the kitchen, in the sink, in the plumbing, in the dish. Like a lot of things were wrong in that area. Yeah. So it might have felt like, hmm, there might be some big trouble brewing. Let's, this is one, this is a time to cut bait. Which was not disclosed. And I wonder, no. is that like a legal thing to not disclose that or does no one really care? Mm, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know if like clogging pipes are a disclosable thing. I don't know if that counts as one of the things you have to disclose. Okay. Good question. Wonder what a realtor's view would be. That is a good question. We didn't go through the warranty for that one, uh, which I'm kind of happy that we didn't because mm-hmm. I don't think they would have done what I think they would have just mm-hmm. snaked it. They wouldn't have replaced the pipes. Right. However, shortly after that, the water heater went out. Another so, random, so like, again. who could have seen that coming? Other than the fact that those things do have a shelf life and they we were right do. there. But this one, I mean, why didn't it go out six weeks ago? I'm, it's just, it's really yeah. interesting. I don't know. Yeah, water heater went out. That time we did call the warranty company. If you do have a home warranty for the first year, <sighs> I hate, I mean, okay. I don't know why. I just don't trust anything free i don't trust anything like insurance wise i I don't trust anything that just kind of kind of comes for nothing i don't like the lack of control because they will do the very bare minimum they will have like probably the worst parts uh probably the worst company you don't have a choice of who comes yeah there's just so many things that go with warranty work in general where i'm just i just don't like it i would rather spend the money to control the situation and and do it right. But the water heater went out and it's like, okay, we'll try this warranty thing. You email the warranty company that night late mm-hmm. after hours. Yeah. And there was someone here at like eight, 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So I was floored. For, me too. Floored that that worked Big that way. points for showing up. Yeah. And yeah. it was uh he he goes down there and he says, "Well, to replace a and I didn't even say anything about replacing a water heater. I just told him, you know, I was like, "You're here for the water heater. Go take a look." Obviously, he knows it's a warranty job and he says, "Well, for the warranty to replace it, it either needs to be flooding or uh it needs to be uh old enough that we don't have parts to replace it. This one's not that. It's 10 years old, which is the shelf life of a water heater." It's a bad thermocouple, which is the most common part to go out. He replaces the thermocouple, gets it back going, gets it going again. And here we are. We have hot water. It costs 75 bucks, which is like the baseline copay, mm-hmm. I guess. Right. Um, and by and, the middle of the day, hot water. Yeah. And then he was and he was gone as, as quickly as he came. <laughs> I never even saw him. Mm. I didn't even... I don't even know who this phantom is, but suddenly we had hot water. Yeah. So. And meanwhile, our, in that time, we didn't hear back from our contractor who we'd also tried. So, you know, in that situation, it worked for us, but still toss up. Right. And I, uh, I, yeah, I'll, I'll. We'll see how this warranty thing... Like, if it's that good going forward, I'm going to totally change my tune, at least on home warranty, and I will be here banging (laughs) the drum on how great they are. 
Um, we, the previous version of the home warranty that we used was the new keys, and the person who came was great, uh, but it ended up costing a ton of money anyway. Mm-hmm. Like there were all kinds of things, like oh, we don't do locks on gates, and oh, we only only do a certain amount of lock, and it was just like one thing after another, and mm-hmm. not that it was anyone's fault it's just like there's always those all those loopholes there's a lot of fine print fine print right, yeah right okay so um otherwise here in the house um we've had some plumbing work done we still have plumbing work to be done however our guest house seemed to have survived it seemed to have survived the first real battle mm-hmm. test of people living there for 10 days or so mm-hmm I was kind of surprised and I was hoping that they were being honest about it. I know. I hope so too. There weren't, we kept asking for feedback. What's not working over there? Yeah. Give us the honest Yelp review. There wasn't a lot. Just hard chairs was the biggest comment. Right. We have these chairs. Temporary furnishings. Chairs that that Laura got uh, for free. Mm Mm-hmm. And when I sat in them, I said, <laughs> it goes against everything I know about sitting. <laughs> and I, I think they're am very proud. The only one. <clears throat> I'm very proud. Mm-hmm. Uh, they upheld your ruling. Yeah, the people that used them agreed yeah. that they are counterintuitive to sitting, <laughs> which is not what you're really looking for in a chair. They're flat. It's like sitting on a flat slab. And they're low, low, to, low the to the ground. Yeah. Very strange. If we were keeping these chairs, I would paint them and I would put a big poofy square cushion on them, which I think would alleviate such feedback. But we're probably not keeping them. I don't think it. But even if you did that, mm-hmm. I still don't think I've ever seen a chair like that. And I don't think this is a chair that's reinventing sitting. <laughs> Not for the better anyway. Right. That's what I yeah. mean is we've kind of as a, as a species, mm-hmm. we've figured out what works in a chair and someone decided, let's try something new, created this chair, and now they're for free on Google. Well, or wherever. Maybe it was, I mean... It's an Asian style chair. So maybe it was actually the predecessor to the modern chair. And we've come away. Are these antiques? Is that what you're saying? Well, the style might be. Sure. Yeah. It's, I wish I could, I wish we had a website, which is maybe something that we need to get on. And I could post a picture of these chairs (laughs) so everyone could see. (laughs) Yeah, that's a weird chair. (laughs) Anyway, that was the only complaint. Meanwhile, uh, it seems like the shower worked okay. The plumbing seemed to work okay. We did get them a coffee maker. Oh, yeah. That was a good upgrade. Um, they appreciated that. So we're, we're at full like Airbnb status because yeah. it's like a cup at a time Keurig we coffee had to maker. Get, we had to get a privacy screen. This was, I was curious about this, and I, I don't know if we got the whole vibe figured out here. But we had to get a privacy screen because the bathroom and the toilet prison-esque stairs right at the bed very prison-esque <laughs> toilet so the way that it was set up there was a shower curtain hanging that you wrapped around your knees as you were sitting on the toilet and that was your privacy but that seemed crazy 
So we got a room divider, a wooden room divider. The problem being there's not a whole lot of room in that particular area. So there was certainly a lot of danger of knocking it over, running into it, it being in the way. Um, But it seems like they thought that was a good solution. We're still thinking if that's the right thing long term. Yeah, I think, you know, it it is a little cumbersome to have something like that in a tight space. It's that's something that you would kind of put in the corner of a a larger room in order to have a little privacy. And this is like a very tight space to have a room divider. It, It certainly works. And you can like, you know, you can fold it up and put it up against the wall and very easily. I think ultimately the goal should be to have like some kind of a um, curtain curtain that you can slide back and forth. But here's the challenging part about that is that that room, that ceiling is sloped. Yeah. So you would have to, you would have to suspend one side of it Mm -hmm. so that the bar would be level, Mm -hmm. um, which would take a little bit of, Mm a little bit of measurement fine measurement <laughs> acumen <laughs> to pull skill off we don't possess no and yeah, i don't even know if I, anything like that really exists no, like you'd have to invent weird, it yeah i don't know this is good for a while i think is our answer we did accomplish the first kind of big project here in the house mm-hmm. uh, that we did on our own mm-hmm. what was that what painting the wall yeah and uh, yeah there's well two i think then so we painted a wall that we've been... We painted... A wall. A wall. We. Thank God. You painted a I wall. I painted a wall. Thank God we did not go down the road past the point of no return when we said we would paint this whole house ourselves. Why do you say that? How'd it go for you? I mean, it went fine. I Like, I think I did a good job. I did a fine yeah, job. Yeah, it looks great. But... Just for, I mean, it's not even a full wall. It's like, what, half of a wall? Mm-hmm. In one room. Yeah, yeah, in one room. It takes so long, the taping it off mm-hmm. and the prep. I mean, the paintings, whatever, that's the quick part. It's all the prep. It takes a really long time just for that one little half wall. I mean, we would, we would still be painting right now if we had not hired that out. No question. It, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so walls painted, which was great. Looks good. That meant that we could then officially move in the desk into the little wall slot where it fits, get everything plugged in, all the electronics are in, our printer's plugged in. So that's good. I would love to see what our listeners are picturing when you say you moved your desk into a wall slot. (laughs) Yeah, there's like a little cubby hole, right? Like a little... An alcove. Alcove. That's the right word perfectly fits our desk that we had and it just nooks and crannies slides right in yeah yeah Yeah. Uh so that was one but there was another big project the dying plant outside that's another big pro that's i would put that on the list of things going wrong yeah i don't think through any fault of our own no the garden work so we have a lot of outside area. There's a lot of plant areas. We were left with a lot of plants, some in pots, some in the ground, which was great, really nice. And there's a lot of palm trees and kind of tropical kind of things. But there was this one section, and it's right in the middle of the yard. 
and it's against a lattice and there used to be some kind of growing vine flowering things but it's all dead so there's was just a ton of sticks sticking up in the air and looking dead and mangled they were good sticks they were (laughs) they were useful sticks do you want to tell people what you use those sticks for absolutely not (laughs) and now they're really curious yeah (laughs) oh nothing anyone any of my friends any of my friends that want to know what we use the sticks for dm me and we'll talk about it yeah it's not for on air um and there anyway that whole section was looking <laughs> i can only imagine I what people are thinking it. i know we, we, we don't hit our children with sticks nothing like that and we don't insert them anywhere no either. no well kind of no in, no stop it we part. don't insert mm, well, they're not the they're not inserted <laughs> Also, you're not involved with where these sticks go, so I don't think you should talk about it. Okay, that's fine. Well, I they don't they're not inserted, trust I d- me. I did create this method. I just want to point out. Uh, I think well, if you were inserting it, then I've perfected it. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> this is very curious. Continue. Okay, so we rip anyway. This That's whole, a, this is how we're gonna find out who's really listening to the show. It's gonna be one person. So dead zone, dead zone of wasted old garden. So I don't know. We don't know. We've never had a yard. We don't know planting. We don't know gardening. So this was something that was intimidating. So my mom was the one that was visiting. So we took an afternoon, went to the garden store, talked to a very helpful and zealous garden <laughs> shop man who toured us around the facility and showed us all of our options and was really informative and nice and helped us kind of figure out what could work given the amount of sun and how much I would pay attention to it, etc. So we had this like um, cart, you know, like you get at the Home Depot, like the two tier push, not grocery cart, but like dolly yeah. big thing i've never seen so many plants in my life we packed the thing with plants we spent so much money on plants i my mom and i both looked at each other like oh how much was it it was over 300 dollars. wow on i mean it was just on flowers we weren't i mean there was no other stuff in there and really happy with them we get home we plant them i mean this was like a whole did they project. all go into that one bed and there were a couple out front okay there's a little corner over in that shady patch and then like two like literally two in the front front but mostly it's back there and it's just it's a big space it doesn't look like we Deceptive, chucked it yeah. full of foliage all of a sudden like it could use some more even probably but it looks really good it's a vast improvement over what it was so that was a fun project and it took a lot of time and there were really three of us doing it um and i that would have thank god i had help i guess is what i'm saying that would have been i don't know when that would have happened um so crossing fingers that they survived yes that's where we are now. Mm-hmm. So far, so good. It's only been a it's few been days. less than a week. Yeah. <laughs> they all have water. They're happy right now. We have a very large, uh, we inherited a large bougainvillea 
that is uh, lining the fence in the front. And then also there's a fence that goes along the side of the house where the bougainvillea is, is spreading and growing. And since we've moved here, it has slowly died right in front of Not our eyes. Not even that slowly. It's just like turning brown. Like the color is getting sucked out it's of it. Spreading it's like spreading like, like a zombie yeah. apocalypse. Yeah, like in a movie if some, somebody touches something and it turns into death and then that spreads, like that's happening day by day. Yeah. So it was a little patch <sighs> and now it's getting browner and browner uh, kind of from that one point. And uh, we've consulted, apparently anyone who cares to know, uh, apparently state universities have free master botanist uh helpline that you can email and send them some pictures or whatever and they'll respond which they did within maybe a day mm-hmm. um it's a great resource uh we did it through the um it ended up being cal State, right? well yeah it was like not cal berkeley uh, but you know the, the 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 uc system but apparently ohio is the same thing because your mom is mm-hmm. the one who told me about it they do it in ohio as well but uh, you can send a master botanist what you what you have going on, and they'll tell you what they think. Uh, they said it was probably a watering issue, probably too much water. Um, so you tested the soil, which is what we had read online. Yeah, also. That's what, yeah. But I kind of it didn't look like that to me because for one thing, it's not the same across the whole thing. It's like seems very location specific and spreading from there and number two i haven't watered it that much since we've been here so Mm -hmm. i felt like that it that seems a drastic and i'm driving around like bougainvillea here is like in full bloom and like on every street there's like crazy big and nobody's either underwatering or like it can't that that can't be i I, it didn't make sense to me that that's what it was Mm -hmm. because i'm not watering it daily I watered it like twice, mm-hmm. but that seemed like the answer from everything we were getting. I also bought a plant app to ask that for another opinion, mm-hmm. another botanist. And that was, they actually said to water it a little bit and it'll perk up. They mm-hmm. had the opposite advice and to prune it back. So got in there to, to do some, some pruning and I found a bunch of bugs Mm-hmm. there's some sort of bug infestation i don't know what they are they're tiny they're white i don't know if they're aphids or i don't know my bugs they looked like the same bugs that we used to get on the tomato plant which were aphids yeah so they're probably the same mm-hmm. and they're sucking the life out of that plant they're pretty aphids are pretty deadly yeah like they'll kill it's a plant going quick. fast yeah it is it's like getting a lot worse but they're so the common day. i wonder what it is there's got to be something that's been created that you can use to just Zap them. Yeah. I'm going to the garden store tomorrow. Yeah. I, I, something tells me there's got to be something out there that I exists so. that'll kill them. And, and the beautiful thing about this is we're, it's not like it's a, it's not like it's a tomato plant or some kind of a fruit plant. Yeah, we're not eating just, it. So we can put some yeah. big old chemicals on it and not care. <laughs> as long as our neighbors are cool with it. Because it is on a fence that we share with the neighbors. Hopefully they don't listen. They don't have children. They don't have plants there. They don't need to know. They have nothing to live for. That's right. Um. So, but, so that's on my list too of like coincidental thing that happened five weeks in. I mean, if it's 
bugs. Like we didn't do anything to make it suddenly. Maybe we they they could have been spraying them though with something that we're not spraying them with. I feel like they would have told me that. Asked a lot of questions about the plants. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I'll have to give a text tomorrow to the old owners and just see if it has ever happened to them before. Oh man, she'll be so sad. I no, I think she'll be psyched. Like I knew you couldn't do it. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> she didn't seem spiteful. She'll. I feel like she'll like to be needed, though. Maybe. Um, I'm trying to think <coughs> we had, we had the whole dishwasher thing that turned into, uh, we need a new kitchen floor. And if you want to know how a dishwasher turned into a kitchen floor, rewind a couple episodes and I'm sure we went into detail about it. But where that ended was we needed to pick out a new kitchen floor and we might've discussed this as well. The search for a kitchen floor was vast and uh, all-encompassing, and we left no stone unturned. Uh-huh. And we ended up on a weird-looking piece of tile with like a print on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has been ordered. It was not cheap. It's on the way. How are you feeling about your new kitchen floor, and can you describe it for the audience? Um. All right describe it it's it's like a distressed boho carpet but it's a print on a ceramic tile and it's a very large tile yeah it's like what each one is the size of a five-year-old child yeah so they're these like these big long slabs and you and they're mix and match like they're they're not all identical yeah. yeah so it's kind of meant to look just I went to Italy. The only restaurant I've been to since COVID was Italy, which is the fancy Italian place up in Century City. And they had a very similar type tile. I think this is a cool thing right now. Whether or not it's going to be cool in 10 years. No, we might hate it in two years. That's what I'm afraid of. I don't know. But it seems to be something that people are doing now. Yeah. So maybe we're on the early edge. Maybe we should just sell the house in a year. (laughs) Yeah, we should change the handles and go. Um, no, I feel good about it. I, I mean, I really, I really thought a lot about it during the process. I think you were, yeah. you were way over me on the thinking about the tile. There was a lot of thinking about it. Yep. Yep. Um, but we had one of the tiles here and mm-hmm. you, you stared at it on the floor for a while. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you got a good sense of what it's going to look like? Pretty good. It's still hard for me to visualize because you get like one sample tile to bring home and look at and you have to try to make your mind figure out how it's going to look in the whole room. But I came around on it because I had I had a competitor tile that I thought I was going to be in love with. I was in love with in the store and up against the wood. But then in the kitchen, not quite as in love with it. And it had a problem that it was shiny white just like our one is right now the, yeah the what other one was ex- it was <laughs> it was ex- exactly the same time no, it's not exactly the now. same no but it's the same qualities it's white and it's shiny but it has more color in it okay so i was hoping so it's that would the be tile a we have camouflage. just a slightly different shade 
He said, I can't believe we've gone through all this and you bought the same tile. <laughs> Something like that. Um, but so we had the two laying there for a day and I was really trying to get myself to like the other one because I realized like practically it would be better and you really liked the other one. So I got myself there. I, I like it. I think it'll be nice. It's going to be a big job. Mm-hmm. It's going to be dusty. It's going to suck. I can't believe we have to do another like dusty demo situation. We're getting a new cabinet <sighs> and we're getting a new floor and it's going to be a lot of work in the house. And, and you're going to be on a town. business trip. Are you kidding me? During that time. I'm going with you. Very well timed. Uh so okay. Um I think that about covers everything that's going on in the house. If you do buy a, a house from the 50s, just expect things to go wrong. And they may just always go wrong. Like, we just may always have something going wrong <laughs> as long yeah. as we live here. Could be. I mean, there's a lot of things that I wouldn't have expected. Yeah. What have you been surprised about? You said you're not surprised things are wrong, but you're surprised about what they are. What have you been surprised about the most? <sighs> Uh, I am surprised that the pipes under our sink are set up in a way where <laughs> the water can't escape when you run the disposal. <laughs> so it makes a really loud gurgling sound when you run the disposal because the water like a is truck. getting trapped. It's really loud. And it's simply because the piping is not set up properly. Yeah. So that's something we're going to fix. I'm surprised that... The vent for the sewage, which apparently is very common, water and sewage has vents. And if you look at any roof around your house, you'll see vents or around your neighborhood. Like a pipe sticking up. Yeah, there's pipes sticking out of these houses and those are vents. Those are vents for air and for gas, various things that are byproducts of everything you have going on in your plumbing. Uh, I'm surprised that the previous owners had one of those vents going into a fan on the roof like you see like one of those metal spinny fans which they thought would just disperse that gas out into the atmosphere uh turns out that it actually blows that gas back down down into the garage and makes it smell like a sewer awesome didn't didn't see that one coming no um the hmm what else was i not expecting to happen Mm. Mm. I, I don't know if there's anything else I wasn't expecting other things are just like just little improvements that we're making um, I, I wasn't expecting certainly wasn't expecting the dishwasher to be built into the kitchen no that was a surprise for everyone didn't know that you'd have to break through the tile in order to get the dishwasher out mm-hmm. that's pretty dumb I don't know who would think when you're doing it, you have to know, you have to know because the tile has to go in after the dishwasher. So you have you to be thinking it in. as you're putting the tile in, oh, this dishwasher is never coming out. Yeah. And you just say, oh, okay. It, well, it's a brand new dishwasher. <laughs> Why would you ever take it out? At least not for the next 15 years. <laughs> We're out of here by then. I'm telling you, there was an end date. Yeah. Um. I don't even know if they did that dishwasher though. Do you think uh, they did that floor? Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, the dishwasher could have been there, and they were like, ah, just do the floor. Ah, it's fine. Maybe. Maybe. 
I don't know. I kind of doesn't feel seem like, like a ten-year-old dishwasher. That house was in bad shape, though. I feel before. I feel like they would have. I feel like that's probably yeah, maybe all came then. Um, and our contractor, by the way, I don't think you were in here when he said this. He's like, he was looking again at yesterday and up against the window wall over there. He's like, mm, I'm kind of worried about that too. It looks like, <laughs> it looks like that tile goes under <laughs> the cabinets. Uh huh. <laughs> so he's not quite sure what's going to happen and what they're going to find when they start doing over there. But he said, well, if anything goes wrong we can always do like an extra molding to cover things and there's room for that so what does he mean he's got to he's got to take the cabinetry out mm-hmm. that's what he's worried about mm-hmm. mm. so we'd have to do new new cabinetry i don't think so no we didn't talk about that i think he's just not sure how he's going to get it all out he just kind of said we'll figure it out we can put molding in to cover up anything if it's not a clean so in other words, they'd have to leave some of the old tile there. Uh-huh. Hmm. I say we just demo the whole kitchen. <laughs> I don't know. How a dishwasher turned into a whole new kitchen. Well, we wanted sure a new kitchen happens. anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, why not? Why not just make the kitchen because of your Because of our bank account. That's why not. Yeah, just take out another loan. Uh-huh. I don't think that's the thing. You can put you can put everything wherever you want it now. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound so bad. No, I know that would be nice, but not right now. We're gonna, we're gonna go. Might need to though. You might need to. No, he's got. He said he'll figure it out. Ain't no telling we where that tile goes. Hmm. Okay. Um. <laughs> tune in next week to see. If we decide to completely redo the kitchen. Oh, dear. We have to redo that master bathroom, too. That thing's a mess. You ever Which, wonder what all that black stuff is? Yeah, underneath? it's disgusting. I look at it every day, every time I'm in there. It's so, so gross. So in the, in the shower, there's these ice cube blocks from Miami in the 80s. They were imported from Miami in maybe like <laughs> 1983. And they were put into this home. So there's these ice block... You know what I'm talking about. The ice block, big blocks uh, of translucent glass. 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 Yeah. Sure. Whatever it is. Uh, and it's this. It's in the shower, but underneath it is just black. It's mold. That's what it is. It's totally gross. mold. It's awful. And it smells like mildew in that bathroom. And I'm sure that's a big player. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Does it smell like mildew? I think it does. I've never noticed that. What about when you open our vanity? Do you open that thing? I've n- I, you told me to do that, and I've, I don't know. I don't smell it. Interesting. And I've got a really good smell. I am not usually the sensitive one to smells. I I like strongly get that. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. That wouldn't be related to the shower, though, if it's coming out of the vanity. No, I think it's there are two separate things going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross. So that needs to be redone. So yeah. we should start thinking about that too. We're not doing that for like we we can't remember we have said all along like over time we can't do it all at once. Doesn't I'm not saying way. we do it right now. I'm just saying you know maybe yeah. the next six months or so. Oh jeez. 
All right. So we've made it this far. We need to we need to pay off what we had discussed, which is what is the format going forward? I think we should talk about last week tonight should be the beginning of our discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking about various categories, like things that could kick off conversations. And one of them was if I knew then and oh, that's just a, a good piece, one. piece of advice. So now that we've been here for a month, we're brand new homeowners. But if there have you have you come across something that like if I knew this back when I was buying a house, I if, if only I had known this one particular factor when I was buying a house already. Uh, I, I imagine most people probably go through the same thing where it's it's uh, it's such a quick learning curve. Um, something that I, oh, hey, 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 me, six weeks earlier, if you only knew. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything that comes to mind when when uh, when you think about that subject? Uh, make sure they cap your pipes at any point if a pipe is uncapped. Yeah, yeah. if I only knew. Yeah. Uncapped pipes tend to vomit dirty water. And they're not supposed to because they're not supposed to be backed up, but pipes are going to get backed up. Got to cap those pipes. That's a good one. You? Um, I feel like the contractor should know, or the he wasn't the contractor, but the workers, as a matter of course, should always be capping their pipes. Why would they, why, why would they not cap a pipe anyway? Yeah. No one said That's what to. I said at the time. But why wouldn't you? Why isn't that part of the work? Like, we, we why had to would pay a pipe, for it. Why would a pipe ever be uncapped? Ever, we ever, We didn't have ever. to pay for it, though. So they're like, well, I'm not going to do it because it costs I money. I see. That just seems like it should be an ordinary step on the process. should be something they should ask. Hey, <laughs> hey typically we cap these off. It's going to cost you X amount of money. Do you want to do that? So that you don't run the risk of ending up with water inside your wall someday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Please cap that pipe. Is what I, I think said. if they, I think, I th- so the said pipe was exposed. I think if they were closing that wall off with drywall, it probably would have come up. I don't think they would have just capped uh, off an open uh, pipe. Why is it different? Because it's not closed off. Like once it's closed off, then yeah. you're flooding inside your walls. It's a much different story. I guess. If but on the outside chance right. that that happens. And it happened to happen one week later. It happened to happen. I think but if they were closing it off, <laughs> I think anybody closing something off, yeah. especially a water pipe, yeah. they're going to probably cap it off. I suppose. But why don't you cap it if it's flooding into someone's kitchen too? I don't feel like that's any... It's better. probably like a 99% chance that it won't. And it just turns out that it did. Yeah. I mean, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Yes, I think it should have come up and it should have been something offered. Yes. Yes, I agree. Um, If I knew then... um, Hmm. This is my own category and I didn't really put any thought into what I would... What advice I would give myself. Um... I think I would tell myself that our house would be just as messy no matter where we live. I think that would be good to know. (laughs) 
Our house is still just no, as it's cluttered worse. and messy. It's worse now because we don't have our stuff in order to put stuff. I, like, it's yeah. worse. But still, like, the places that people use are still just as cluttered. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the right next to the front of the house, mm-hmm. which has always been depressing, looks exactly the same as it did. And none of that's going to change. I kind of, yeah. I think I kind of thought that, like, with a new house, we would come with new practices, but none of that changes. Um, big picture was another thing. Is like, what big picture ideas um, have come into your mind? Like, in 10 years, what oh would you like gosh. to see different about this house? Oh, that's too much for me right now. You go. Um... I think that there would be um, maybe a, br- well, like we said, like a brand new master bathroom would be probably a big picture thing. And also, I think something in the backyard, ideally, ideally the backyard wouldn't look as it does now, 10 mm-hmm. years from now, big picture. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's like a lawn or I don't know if that's some uh, yeah, I don't know if it's, it's a hot tub or something like some, something, yeah, something different, different out there. Yeah, I agree with that. What about you? What would you like to see? Um, I guess I'd start with a kitchen redo and maybe open up the kitchen dining extra living room mm-hmm. situation. But I don't know. That's a lot. that's that's a project yeah all right so another category is um what are you really happy with uh when when are you living in the house or doing something in the house where you think life is good Mm -hmm. like this is i'm really i'm really excited that i now have this feature or i can do this thing what what do you get that feeling from i think that's being outside like when we're dining outside and we have all this space and nice dining area and then we go to the fire pit for a cocktail like all the outside space that we're using Mm -hmm. yeah agreed i think i think the outside space is particularly nice and um Yeah, I think the boys using their fort too. We have this really mm-hmm. weird, mm-hmm. this really weird extra space that has no use normally in a house, but the boys have we've been able to turn it into a entertainment room for the boys, and the fact that they use it as much as they do is yeah, nice. Agreed. And I really like our living room. Like it, it's just not. I mean, we can't get it set up all the way yet. Mm-hmm. Because we don't have our furniture, because everything's on back order, um, but I like it's going in the right direction, and I like that room, the bones of it that we've put down with the white wood wall and our lighting, and I think that's going to be a good room. I'm kind of excited to see how that evolves. Yeah, I'm excited to get stuff on the walls. Like it doesn't still feel to me homey because we haven't 
put any of that personal stuff up and there's nothing on the walls because nothing's where it's going to end up. So it's how you can't really do that until you have the furniture pieces in place. So I feel like that's still the next phase. So we're going to be into September by the time all that happens. Oh yeah. If we're lucky. Uh, big picture, going back to big picture, a wet bar in the living room. That's that's going to be something that'll be big picture. We'll have a Wait, now we're back there. to a wet bar? Like every mm-hmm. house that we looked at had a wet bar except the one we bought. What? What? Now we need a yeah, wet bar? Yeah, we need to add one to it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Obviously, it's something that people like. I mean, in the 80s in condo land, yeah. We kept saying, why the wet bars? But no, I know. Now we miss it. Yeah. It, okay. Yeah, that's why. All right. It's a useful feature. <laughs> That's hilarious. <gasps> I know something else you're really enjoying. Hmm. Is that what we're on? I don't remember, but I just thought of it. Yeah. The Life refriger- is good. The refrigerator in the garage. Yeah. Refrigerator in the garage. Your beer store. Extra fridge. Yeah. It's the beer fridge. Yeah. I'm turning it into a, uh, slowly, uh, stocking it to have <coughs> every type of beer that someone might want. Which is a pretty sweet feature. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun to go in there and look. Like sometimes you surprise me, and there's new things in there that I didn't know you even yeah purchased. Or Stocking when. my own beer yeah. store. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Craft beer, mm-hmm. regular beer, maybe a stout, maybe a pub ale. <laughs> Whatever you need. Yeah, you'll find it in our beer fridge. Mm-hmm. I think I slurred that. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> appropriate yeah um okay the uh movie corner this week we um trying to think of what new i mean hot off the presses we just watched john can f himself Mm. starring i don't even know her name oh i don't either the actress from um schitt's creek oh man alexis i don't know her real name uh, this is, a uh, episode one we just watched and it's a hybrid show where she lives in a sitcom whenever she's with her husband and then she lives in a David Fincher-esque bleak reality when she is not in her husband's presence, which has not been explained in the pilot, but is a very interesting happening. premise. Yeah, it's interesting. It's basically just kind of a mashup of styles. And if you had the same character in two different formats of mm-hmm. television shows. So one's like an HBO kind of gritty drama. And one is a very well-lit sitcom. With a laugh track. With a laugh track. And what right. if you were going back and forth between the two, which is a great high concept cool. uh, idea. And we'll see how it plays out. Um, and, and if it ever gets explained why it's happening that way, but how do you feel about her? And I got to look up her name. Hang on. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Um, it, I was, as I was watching, do you think you feel like her when she goes into the panic attack mode? Bleak David Fincher. Totally. Yeah. I felt, I felt like I was watching you for a second on the last podcast. Kevin can, would I say John can F himself? Kevin. Kevin. Kevin can F himself. Her name is, drumroll, Annie Murphy. Oh, that's a cute name for her. 
she, I mean, as far as what she's been in, I only know her from Shit's Creek. Uh, but this is, I, it, I think it's great that she has a follow-up project right on the heels of that show's success that just happened to be last year. Mm-hmm. That was show was on for six or seven years, and everybody all of a sudden started watching it last year, and now she's got a new show. Um, but how do you feel about her in general? Do you feel like she translates well? Do you think she has a bright future, or is she one note? Annie Murphy. Um, I was feeling better as we were getting more into it. Mm. We'll see. She Is she get- the next Jennifer Aniston? Um, are you? Is that meaning one note or is that meaning <laughs> multiple notes? Big star. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. Um. I don't know about that necessarily, but I think she could be really interesting and do like different indie stuff than maybe people might have thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think as it's going more and more, we're seeing more of her range, which is nice. I mean, I think she's brilliant, like comedic actress, obviously from what we've watched, but I think, um, yeah, I think I'm, think i'm leaning in her favor yeah we'll have to see where it goes uh where the series goes we've only watched the one episode and i think they were just trying to kind of get you used to the idea of what the premise is and hopefully they'll be able to one either explain the premise or use it in some way that we never could have expected because i think going forward if it just keeps going back and forth between the two that'll wear itself out really quick so hopefully I have faith that they'll use it to the best advantage in, in a surprising way. Uh, but when it comes to her, I I do think that she has the possibility to have a really bright future. One, because she kind of already has some indie cred, even from her first breakout hit. Kind of felt like it, you mm-hmm. know, like a culty kind of mm-hmm. comedy that she obviously all of those characters shined like they all equally shined really well from, you know, established actors to new faces, her, her kind of being the outsider because Dan Levy at least, you know, was making the show with his dad and mm-hmm. she would just happen in Catherine O'Hara's old friend of Eugene Levy. Um, and then she was kind of the new, the new factor and she completely held her own going toe to toe with all those people comedically. Um, and then in this one, she seems, in my opinion, uh, for a uh, young, beautiful actress, she seems to be very uh, willing to be vulnerable, um, which it does feel like an indie movie in that way. Mm-hmm. Like all of those yeah. scenes that are like the kind of the gritty scenes. And just her reflecting and yeah moods expression yeah i think it's a really great way for her to be able to very quickly Mm -hmm. show her range uh so whether or not this show is a hit who knows maybe not um but i do think that if she was put in the hands of the right person like if she got yeah into like a tarantino movie or if she somehow hooked up with you know some other kind of big franchise um, you know, if she was put in a Marvel movie or, you know, any one of those avenues that she really had an opportunity to shine, I do think Annie Murphy would have the possibility to really cross over. Um, you know, if she was put in like Guardians of the Galaxy or something, mm-hmm. 
she fit in perfectly. Yeah, and I think yeah, and I think she's going to be super bookable. I mean, I think it's going to be definitely commercial success in the near term. I think your question was longevity and how, I, I don't know. I mean, I could see her being like a, I don't know. I mean, maybe this is too exaggerated, but like a Francis McDormand, which is different than a Jennifer Aniston, like not necessarily like the star wattage, but like a serious, really amazing actress. Oh, but that's but that's like very top shelf. I mean, I don't know if I, I don't see her going to that high. Maybe not that high, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, interesting. I think she if she does have a good agent and she does choose the right thing, she certainly has the ability. It's just she's got to get in the right project at the right time. So we'll see if that actually happens. All right. Um, well, that's plenty to talk about. We are back on track. We'll be back next week. We'll continue to kind of hone these categories and maybe make them a little bit more familiar as we go. Um, and hopefully we can vary them up week to week so we're not giving the same answers every time. Um, but anything else you want to add before we let it go this week? Don't think so. All right. Cool. Well, we will be um, we'll be back Sorry for the week off. Uh, we'll figure this thing out and we will press forward with season two here on our first time at 40. And as always, this is our first time. We'll see you next, next time. time. First time at 40.